Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy. Just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast, it's a movement. If your brain were a drug, I'd snort the shit out of it. <laughs> okay, well, this is episode 208. Amateur Nation, taking their ball and going home. Fans first, as always. Shouts out to Steve Walters in New Philadelphia, Ohio, Victoria Higgins, Michael Wilson, Greg Jennis, Jimmy Honeycutt, Lisa Unkefer, Liz Monego Engelhart, Kareen Pauly, Pat Beers, Candace Alicio, Maria Kirby, Daniel Perrette, Frank Chupp, Eileen DeVore, Scott Blanchard, Laura Weaver, Stacy, Kate Brock Pranzer, Joe Bartnick, John D. Miller, and Allison Rushton, all followers on my Lou Santini Entertainment Facebook pages and or Lou.Santini3 on Instagram. And also want to say uh, hi to Brianna S. listening to the show on SoundCloud. I'm noticing more and more younger audiences listening to this show via SoundCloud because this show, for those of you who are new, is dedicated to talking with and seeking out common sense and logic. Because common sense and logic are easier to live with because it doesn't involve memorizing any rhetoric or propaganda or manufactured reasoning by the government and thus makes your lives easier. And I do this without pandering to amateur nation. I mean, isn't that what they always want? Less work, less struggle, less grief and strife? For the amateurs listening for the first time, you can be a good person, a pro, and live a life based on common sense and logic and not directives by what you see on TikTok and Instagram and the government feeding you and mainstream media and what your friends pressure you into doing. It's not something the government, social media, or current corrupt politicians and mouthpieces tell, rather yell at you. Welcome. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you'd better start from the beginning. Topic number one. Hey, turns out I'm a racist. Hi, caramba. No, wait, just a free-speaking American with an opinion. Okay, so recently there was a post on Instagram by Hollywood Confidential about the actor Terrence Howard that read, quote, Terrence Howard says he's given his very best as an actor and shares his final decision to retire. Let me just say this. I like Terrence Howard. He's a good actor. I loved Hustle and Flow. I liked his work in the movie Crash. Now, admittedly, I haven't seen everything he's done in his career. I do know he dropped out of the Iron Man series for some odd reason, didn't go for the big money, but I also respect that. I mean, look, if he's not feeling it, he's not feeling it. But here's where I had a problem. In the description below the photo of Terrence Howard, there was this headline by Hollywood Confidential, and I quote, We will miss this legendary actor on our big and small screens. To which I simply replied the following. This is all I said. 
Easy on the legendary crap. If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. Well, turns out I'm not allowed to have an opinion, especially since I'm white and speaking about a black actor. Listen to the tolerance from the liberal left. I'm going to start with someone at SK underscore Y-G-S-I-E-T-E. Sky Siete? I don't know. Here is uh, his or her response. Shut your white ass up. (laughs) Tolerance. So I replied, good one, racist. And now comes the backpedaling, right? LMAO, calling you white doesn't make me racist. You are indeed white. That's a fact. So I replied, nice try. That's exactly the crap Amateur Nation pulls. There's a little thing called context and tone. I continued, I said, reverse the phrase you just said to me if I did the same to you. That is, if I were to type, shut your black ass up. I don't have a problem with Terrence Howard, but as someone who worked and lived in the Hollywood machine for 24 years, the word legend is thrown around carelessly. He's a good actor. Is he a legend? Nerp. But have a Merry Christmas. Here comes his intelligent, tolerant, thoughtful reply. Shut your white ass up. But wait, there's more. Then comes a comment by at Oshafo. You must not know the contributions of Mr. Howard then, respectfully. Well, look, I can go by what I've seen and I can also go on IMDB, but at least that person didn't lash out at me without cause. But then, at 24K.247 chimed in. Fair point, he not that good. Wait for it. But please learn what racism actually is. I guess I'll have to put this show on hold while I go learn what racism is. Where's Amateur Nation been, Lou? Where's the podcast? Well, Lou's been on hiatus learning about what racism is. Anyway, all right, so they go on. This person says, racism is a system of oppression. They go on to say, black people lack the power in this society to oppress anyone. That's why it's said a black person cannot be racist, only prejudice. Like that guy just was. All love, have a great day. So remember, black people, it's impossible for you to be racist. That's got to be a relief. One less thing to worry about. The downside is the reason you can't be racist, and that is you have no power. Man, the black people who are successful, especially the ones who dug themselves out of poverty, for example, or broken homes, or were raised in high crime areas, who worked hard and refused to be victims and blame a generation of people who weren't even alive during slavery, I guess that was just blind luck. They still have no power. Anyway, so, of course, you know, I can't leave this alone. I replied, I think he's a damn good actor, just not a legend. And I don't need to learn what racism is. I've seen it and experienced it. And every race has the power to oppress. Sidebar. Black people were not the only race to be slaves or be persecuted, oppressed, or discriminated against. See, every race and country on the planet throughout history. So anyway, I go back to my, here, I'm going back to my post. I said, two words. Idi Amin. And watch Hotel Rwanda. Must be nice knowing a certain race is incapable of, biologically, of being racist. You excuse that other guy's bad behavior, but keep regurgitating memorized rhetoric. And you have a good day as well. Well, at 24K247 replied, Dude, stuff talking to me. Laugh emojis. I tried to be nice, but now you think you know what the fuck you talking about. Go away. (laughs) Okay. Then, at Jefferson, Dave, IGA official replies to the guy who told me to shut my white ass up. We all know what you meant when you said it, bruh. But I second what you said. As soon as any non-black person wants to come up and criticize a positive message by a respected black entertainer, flame that punk! I ain't buying the, yeah, but I like black people card. (laughs) Okay, here we go. A. Where is this positive message by a respected black entertainer? I literally commented on the post written by whomever that may have been who commented that Terrence Howard is a legend. I I don't get an opinion. 
To follow that train of reasoning, so let's say I see a movie with Terrence Howard. I must like it, and if I don't, I can't say that I don't? B. Funny how Amateur Nation hears what they want to hear. Yeah, but I like black people, is what they heard. I never said that. I said I like Terrence Howard, but just don't think he's a legend uh, as an actor. But don't worry, oh, this, this gets way better. C. Gotta flame those punks who don't agree. Overkill much? Well, now that SK underscore Siete has an ally, he says, Oh, with pleasure. I will do so every time I see someone try to disrespect the culture. Now I'm, now I'm disrespecting an entire culture. How is disagreeing with an opinion disrespecting an entire culture? And how is the work of an actor, regardless of race, reflective of that race's culture? Answer, it's not. Acting is playing a character. Period. So I replied, what I've been saying to you, the listening audience, someone heard what they wanted to, and here it comes. Again, from at Jefferson Dave IGA official. And someone decided to criticize what he didn't need to. Last time I checked, the very idea of social media was to share opinions, thoughts, facts, and ideas with the world, even if you weren't asked. Imagine. But don't worry, Amateur Nation will decide which topics you are allowed to talk about after the fact. Because they won't know how horrible you are until you say something. That is something they disagree with. And by the way, Terrence Howard doesn't care about any of these comments. He knows who he is. So I replied, I had to flame that punk, right? Sorry, I thought social media allowed opinions on something as benign as who's a legendary actor and such. I'll shut my white ass up as instructed by the tolerant people. After laugh emojis from Amateur Nation, Ad Jefferson Dave IGA official tells me where I went wrong. Let me tell you how you exposed yourself and the typical way Caucasians like you try to play their cards. After being called out and black folk display their distaste for your constant attempts at dragging people down for no good reason... You will go to the, but my opinion is valid because it is social media card. Now, here's the thing. You made a statement, in all caps, which is not an opinion. Uh, wrong. By definition, opinions are statements, but no, keep going. He says, whatever your opinion is, is your opinion. But I know just a little bit too much about human psychology and the multiple deceitful ways in which Caucasian folk communicate in order to fall for that one. All right, it could be that it's just an opinion. Yet you phrased it as a statement you consider factual. Yeah, wrong again. It is indeed an opinion. I never said this is a fact. How could I even say he's not a, a legend and that's a fact? I, yeah, I couldn't prove that. that. That's nonsense. Even if I wanted to say this is a fact, I couldn't because Terrence Howard's work is art and art is subjective, which is the point. He continues, so yeah, now you're just dragging down someone who's doing uh, nothing but positive stuff and has had an incredible run in his career, and a lot of people will get at you for that. Yes, I'm dragging Terrence Howard down. How will he ever recover from my statement? I mean, should I call him? I, I hope he's okay, because I know my opinion matters so much to him. He says, sometimes you just run into people who can see right through the bullshit. Hey, look at that. Finally, something we both agree on. That is the very reason for this podcast and my book. Pros see through the bullshit. And it's time amateurs like these people get called out. So then, a black woman, and I'm only going by her profile picture, by the way, with the Instagram handle of at littlelove72, agreed with me saying, yes, three exclamation points, Legends are the Sidney Poitiers, Eartha Kitts, Meryl Streep's, Denzel Washington, Terrence Howard needed more time. I wouldn't call Will Smith a legend, not yet. And you know what's funny? While I have seen Will Smith crush it in movies like The Pursuit of Happiness and Concussion, I can't quite call him a legend. Now, this is just my opinion to me, and be ready, Amateur Nation. Here comes an opinion, and it's in the form of a statement. To me, a legendary actor breaks new ground, 
has a groundbreaking role at least once in their life, redefines a style or a genre, plays an iconic character, uh, paves the way for other actors, is consistent in performance, doesn't sell out, does it for the art, not always for the money, and has at least once played a part where you say, you know, I can't see anyone else playing that part but him or her. I, I really don't care about Oscars because that whole system is a complete shit show. So then on Instagram, I mentioned actors that I consider legend. Samuel L. Jackson, Daniel Day-Lewis, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Why do they always have three names? Anyway. But on my mama... and Some of these people's Instagram handles are so long and complicated. Anyway, this next one said, Easy on speaking on black actors. Stay in your lane. You're not that guy. Well, apparently I am. So if I'm not allowed to talk about black actors or black culture, does that mean non-white people aren't entitled to opinions about white culture? Well, that's a good system, full of inclusion and tolerance and equality. Of course, my mouth. I said, I can speak about whatever I want, and I certainly don't take orders from people I don't know. Hashtag America. He replied, then be prepared for the backfire you're setting yourself to have then. Yeah, people think you can just speak on anyone y'all don't know. Question for my listening audience. Have you ever talked about a professional athlete that you don't know or don't like and their performance in a recent game? Have you ever talked about pro athletes and say, oh, that guy's overrated. Oh, that guy's so underrated. Go to a sports bar and listen to people, armchair quarterbacks, speak on people they don't know. So I replied to that guy, I'm preparing for the backfire. So then ask <laughs> at SKY Siete chimed back in with a more detailed instruction on when it's okay to state your opinion. And that's this. Unless you can do what they do better, shut the fuck up. Your opinion don't need to be heard here. Black folks business. I'm sure there's some unseasoned nonsense going on somewhere else. So I replied, So you never give your opinion on professional sports, movies, TV shows, food you eat at restaurants, books, etc. unless you can do better? And I love how you speak for all black people. Must be nice to wield that kind of power. All hail you! He replied, Bruh, B-R-U-H. I love how people take the time to type slang and misspell words. He says, bruh, my people are the blueprint for you non-colored pieces of shit. We got more of a right to speak on anything before any of you do. And nah, I never said I don't speak for all blacks. They speaking for me. And again, you're right. If you, a white man, can't do something that black people can do better than we can, shut the fuck up altogether. Black people need to be first on your Christmas list from a safety standpoint and historic standpoint. You owe us a saltine. <laughs> Just let that one soak in. So I replied, in all caps, I owe no one anything. And then I said, neither do you. Everyone owes it to oneself to succeed, often over adversity. You are in charge of your own happiness. When you rely on others to make you happy or succeed, you've already lost. You'll never catch up because no one in life owes you anything. Good luck, sir. You'll get it. Hey, I tried, right? Nope. Him, all caps, your white ass and every piece of shit that looks like you owes every black person whether in blood or silence. And there it is. Not once in that exchange did I name call, besides that reference to Amateur Nation. I never used a racial slur. I never said anything bad against Terrence Howard or any race. But Amateur Nation hears what they want to hear because they operate on two things, emotion and victimhood mentality. Everyone owes them. Whether it's a free education, an unsubstantiated minimum wage raise, free health care, or a job based solely on their race or sexuality. And they do it on the backs of the people who were really and actually oppressed more than a century ago. Who's exploiting who exactly?
So out of nowhere, at Cherokee713 said, in our community, he is, capital letters, a legend. He's one of us, not one of you. See, this is why I have always hated the word community, because it's not specific. One might argue Terrence Howard is part of the acting community, the black community, the Hollywood community, the male community, the heterosexual community, the human community, whatever neighborhood community he physically lives in, etc. But this guy continues, learn the difference between racist and prejudice. What he told you was the truth. You are white. Calling us black would be false. Because we're different shades of brown before you go there with it. I love how he thinks I'm going to go there with it. I, I give a shit. Not only do your people not know their colors, they're, they're also colorblind. And he's right, you need to shut up. With all the corruption your people do and still doing with these BS laws and how y'all have what you have today, you should keep quiet when around a group of people who don't look like you and you have something negative to say. That was a mouthful, right? There's so much there. Tell me about these laws that we've created and how we're all corrupt, but no other races are corrupt. I, I mean, this guy's just, again, emotions and victimhood. That's amateur nation. I guess it was okay for me to have a tribute to the GOAT, the greatest of all time soccer player, Pele, a black Brazilian legend a couple episodes ago. Right? Positive opinions. Those are cleared. Those are Okay. But this guy goes on. He says, that's like me coming into your home and critiquing everything about it and your children. No, it's not. That's not what it's like at all. Comparison, massive fail. He says, you people, isn't it funny how it's okay for other races to say to white people, you people, you people got to learn one, to mind your business, two, stay out of people business. Those sound the same to me, one and two, but keep going, professor. And number three, learn your place as visitors here in America. This is still not home, your renters. Then someone else at Positively J chimes in because the world only has white legends, right? Anyway, LOL. Did, did I say that? Isn't it funny how amateurs, they hear what they want to hear. And why is that? Because they're running on emotions. We talked about this before on this show. The more angry you are, the more easy it is to persuade you. This is why our current administration panders to the angry, poor people in this country of all races, of all races and sexuality. The people who are maligned, the minorities. When I say minorities, I'm not talking about color. Whether you're trans or gay or you have some kind of uh, physical impairment, uh, a minority race, and it, it, that's the problem. Amateur Nation hears people say the words minority race. They think that means we think they are less people. They are less than human. No, it literally means when, you're, when we say minorities, we literally mean there's simply less of you. I've used this comparison before on this show. You have 100 people in a room. Half, uh, 60 of them are brunettes. 40 of them are blondes. Who's the minority? The blondes. There's less of them. Literally. But they hear what they want to hear. Anyway, she said the word only has white legends, right? So, of course, I had to reply. I said, if you read above, you'd see me mention Samuel L. Jackson. And I agreed about Denzel Washington. You never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. But it's okay. Opinions aren't allowed anymore in America. Unless you agree with everyone. Which is impossible, of course. To which she replied, you ready? F America. By the way, I looked at her profile. I'm guessing she's a makeup artist because every post is of her, her, her nails, braids, etc. She seems pretty successful. Like she's doing her own thing. In America. But she followed this brilliant comeback. I'll leave America when you leave for the mountains. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. And of course, from the 30 truths about amateurs from my book, number 10, amateurs hate to suffer alone. And here comes at little bony with, nah, we're staying right here till our America gets fixed and rid of people like you. And she waved by. So I said, good one. Guess America isn't that bad, is it? This way, you don't have to do anything. You can just keep on complaining. Take comfort in that. Ah, victimhood. So cozy. 
She replies, LMAO, I think you're, which of course is spelled incorrectly, I think you're missing a flag in your bio, you little insurrectionist, you. And I said, someone memorized a big word. Sometimes what happens in here is like taking a shit. All that, back and forth, because I don't think Terrence Howard is a legend. Normally, I wouldn't waste time responding to amateurs like these, but this show, its mission is to call attention to and call out the amateurs. I didn't say anything that wasn't common sense or logical. Amateur Nation is just full of emotion, rage, entitlement, lack of fulfillment. What would it take to make those responders happy? Literally nothing. If I sent them all my worldly possessions and signed over my bank account and killed myself, it wouldn't matter. They'd reply, okay, that's one. Now everyone give us your stuff to pay for this system of racism. You have to love how the word system is just tossed around when discussing racism with amateurs. They never describe how this system works. By definition, if it's a system, it needs to be organized and detailed. Just that it's been around forever, excusing them from having to describe it in detail and also keeping them from being accountable for their own lives because they've resigned themselves to the fact that no matter what they do, they won't succeed. And their lack of succeeding is proof of the system. So the griping, the yelling, the rioting, the excuses, and the racism, the very thing they say they can't do or be, continues. Now that's a good system of self-oppression. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I have a quote here. All the water in the ocean will not sink even a small boat if the water doesn't get inside the boat. Likewise, all the problems, challenges, and difficulties in the world cannot sink you as long as you do not permit them to get inside you. The politicians, mainstream media, and entertainers that appeal to the poorest, least educated, most easily influenced, and the most emotional have done their job in keeping, I'm using their words, their own community down. They see the successful black people in their world that exists on their phones and think that those wealthy people care about them or would give a dollar to them to pay their bills. When in reality, they built their empire with the money from them, from you amateurs and amateur nation, not the pros listening right now, the amateurs. I'm sorry, but the young people. And the same goes for all races who think the elite represent them and their communities. By the way, Mark my words. The A-listers in Hollywood cannot be out of the spotlight forever. Their egos won't allow it. You'll see Terrence Howard come out of retirement the same way Daniel Day-Lewis did. The way professional athletes like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and Brett Favre and many boxers did. I'm not judging it. I get it. Look, when you're in entertainment, sports, professional uh, athletes, uh, TV, film, stand-up comedy, dancing, acting, painting, pick one. You get burned out. And when you're in a creative or entertaining or entertainment-related field, you're constantly trying to create, innovate, reinvent yourself, and entertain. You can't just phone it in like some job in a cubicle. Now, you add to that these hyperinflated salaries, and that's enormous pressure. Yeah, I know. You would love to have that kind of pressure. Well, have at it. Upend your life. Sacrifice and put things like family and friends and security on hold without knowing how long you have to do that. I'm not complaining. This time, I am stating fact, not opinion. And when you're in the entertainment world, pro sports, TV, movies, comedy, writing, dance, art, sometimes the only way to really turn your brain off and get to that place where you can clear your mind and your calendar is to announce your retirement. A vacation just doesn't get it done because you know you have to come back. A hiatus, same thing. But what do I know? I know I'm not famous like Terrence Howard, but in my 36 plus years of entertainment, I've been on the radio for 11 years, six days a week. 
I've hosted TV, emceed thousands of live events, done voices for commercials and video games, 26 years of stand-up comedy in clubs, colleges, corporate events, and military events, taught classes, I've written four books, I've surpassed 200 episodes of this podcast. You're always looking for something new. Frankly, it's a good sign that Terrence Howard is retiring from acting. Maybe now he'll write, direct, produce, or do something entirely different. But what do I know? I'm white. I don't get to talk. Now this looks like hypocrisy, so amateurs just take a knee. But we need a little democracy, because it feels just like the CCP. And now this. Topic number two. As I said a few episodes back, the more I see celebrities going out of their way to announce that they're leaving Twitter, the more it tells me that their ego tells them that their two cents really mattered. More than yours or mine. Ever. I mean, go to a party, and when you're ready to leave, scream, I'm leaving now, in expectation of the attendees to beg you, no, please don't go. You're the best thing about this party. This party won't continue without you. This from Newsmedia71.com. Celebrities are starting to leave Twitter. Here's a running list. Are your tissues at the ready? Shonda Rhimes. Who? That actress from Grey's Anatomy. That show's still on? Probably. Taya Leone. No, not Taya Leone! Her analytical brain is a gift to the world. I mean, I have opinions, sure, but not strong, valid ones like Taya Leone. Sarah Bareilles. A nobody so famous I had to ask someone how the hell you say her last name. No one can pronounce her name or figure out what the hell she does. Anyway, she's a singer, okay? All right, I've never heard of her. I know. Just because you've never heard of her, that doesn't mean she's not famous. Thus proving my point. She's no more special than you listening to this show. Tony Braxton. All right, so I do know who she is. She's a good singer. Bad with money. Had to do a reality show to make some scratch. And nobody watched. The idea that these celebrities think people will watch me get groceries and complain about the maid. That's going to strike a chord. Never ceases to amaze me. Okay, shut up. All right, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you want. Tony Braxton said, Hate speech under the veil of free speech is unacceptable. Therefore, I am choosing to stay off Twitter as it is no longer a safe space for myself, my sons, and other POC, people of color. Good use of buzzwords there, right? Hate speech, safe space, and people of color. I think you get a bonus payment from George Soros for that one. Now her sons can breathe easily. Phew. Mick Foley, a retired pro wrestler, and apparently he says he's an actor, and he's worried about misinformation. Amateur Nation, you do know when you encounter what you perceive as misinformation, you can question it, call it out, challenge it, and or ignore it, right? You know, the way Pro Nation has been doing it since always and continues to? Nah, it's better to cover your ears and say, la 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 la, like a four-year-old. How's this for not committing? Mick Foley says, I really do enjoy connecting with all of you on social media, but it can get overwhelming sometimes. I think I'll be back on in a few weeks, but in the meantime, I will continue to post on Facebook and Instagram. I hope all of you will be kind to one another. You know, I was going to yell at someone today, but instead I'm going to take direction from a former pro wrestler and be kind to them. Earth saved. Thanks, Mick. What a stand he's taken. I'm quitting Twitter. Kinda. For a few weeks, maybe. But you can also find me over here. And over here. Translation, don't forget about me. Of course, here comes Karen. I mean, her real name. Whoopi Goldberg. I'm going to get out. And if it settles down and I feel more comfortable, maybe I'll come back. Helping. Wait, what are we doing? Fingers crossed. Whoopi, did you hear? Good news. Twitter settled down. Maybe Whoopi Goldberg will move to Canada like so many did when Trump got elected. The first time. Gigi Hadid. She's a famous person. What? Oh, she's a model. Well, then everybody stop what you're doing. Shut up and listen to her. She says, I can't say it's a safe space for anyone. It's not a social platform that will do more good than harm. Did you hear that, world? It's not a safe place for anyone. Thousands, nay, millions will be harmed and killed by words. Sidebar, I'm sure many pros left Twitter in disgust pre-Elon Musk but you didn't hear them announcing it to the world. At least not as prolifically and dramatically as these amateurs. That's the thing about Pro Nation. They don't have time for nonsense. They don't need validation from amateurs in their world that lacks common sense and logic. 
Listen to how hip Brian Koppelman, who? A co-creator of the Showtime drama Billions is. Listen to how, how hip he is. Ready? He wrote this. Y'all's for real. Come find me over on Instagram and the talk. I love that he doesn't have time to say TikTok, which is two syllables, but makes it even hipper by calling it the talk, which is the same amount of syllables and letters. Why are you Satan? Gonna try to take a breather from here for a minute or a month. Come deal close time. You know he's credible because he took the time to type with bad grammar and slang. God, I love making fun of amateurs. It's so easy. And again, not permanently leaving, but he'll take a time out. Like a child who misbehaves. And finally, Eric Larson. I mean, this list is a veritable who's who of the Hollywood elite, isn't it? Well, he's a comic book creator and artist for The Amazing Spider-Man. He said, the day Elon Musk buys Twitter is the day I delete my account and leave Twitter. Wait a minute. Let me see how many fucks I give. Oh, that's right. Zero. Oh, oh, hang on. This just in? Yep, the world continues to turn and the sun will come up anyway. Look, they don't know what they're talking about. Amateur Nation taking their ball and going home. You get a free month subscription on Drybar Comedy by going to drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S and using promo code Lou Santini. Please subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. You'll see that every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday. You get 60-second video preview of what's coming next week. My main website where you can get all that stuff is simply lousantini.com. Connect to my social media, see the latest news, peruse my services, and do some shopping. Topic number three is next. Hey, pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. Men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted, displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just eleven forty-eight. Please add six ninety-five for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend fifty bucks or more, and your shipping is free. Available at lucianti.com/shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs T-shirt today. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last fifteen-plus years: a sense of entitlement, a constant need for attention, ironically coupled with the need to be left. Alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else, stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation, the decline of common sense, manners, and social skills, the second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement, the 30 truths about amateurs, the four stages of being an amateur, amateur habitats and history, social media plus me, me, me equals amateur, technology and amateur behavior, with dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh-out-loud real-life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Topic number three. Hit me! Okay, so by now, we've all heard and or seen the news story of the 24-year-old Buffalo Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, who recently collapsed on a live Monday night football game after making a routine tackle, resulting in a cancellation of the game. As of the recording of this podcast, he has come out of unconsciousness and seems to be doing better. Let's hope it continues to progress. I have to comment on this. It's beyond stupid that I have to qualify this, but let me be clear. No, I don't know the reason why a top-tier conditioned young athlete collapsed as if his body just shut down. And double no, do I want to be right when my mind, like millions of others, goes to the I wonder if he was vaccinated part of my brain. But I would be doing a disservice to my audience if I didn't address it. As I've said before, I gave up on the NFL in 2018 for a number of reasons, but mainly due to the corruption, the BLM crap, the kneeling, the virtue signaling, the Colin Kaepernick's of the league, etc. But having watched the NFL since I was a child, I was always wondering when it was coming that we would see a player die on the field. I've seen some monstrous hits and tackles. The Joe Theismann leg break, 
paralyzed players, dozens of knocked unconscious hits. It's the most violent sport on the planet. I guess I thought, like probably many, that if we were to see a player die in the field, it would be the result of a violent, vicious hit. A hit that would contact a player in just the right spot, so to speak, resulting in a tragic death. I can tell you what the world didn't think they'd see, a routine tackle, where the initiator of the tackle, not the receiver of the tackle, the initiator of the tackle did his job, then stood up for a few seconds, walked away, and we'd watch a life just go lights out kind of situation. No one thought that's how we'd see an NFL player die on the field. And again, luckily, as of the recording of this podcast, he has not died. He's actually improved. What's worse is Amateur Nation insisting that it's rude, crass, insensitive, reprehensible, etc. that the world is asking, was he vaccinated? Answer, no. It's a logical question. Do you not hear of a person you know having died and immediately said, oh no, that's a shame. Do they know what the cause was? Okay, well, have you not seen the video of countless professional and amateur athletes collapsing in exactly the same manner as Damar Hamlin, where they're doing something physically tasking or not at all, and then seconds later, drop? It's alarming. Are you still ignoring the sudden unexplained deaths of children playing sports? The surge of unexplained deaths in people under 30, under 25? The admitted surge of myocarditis in people? The commercials for myocarditis treatments? Let me tell you what's rude, insensitive, crass, and downright stupid. Not at least considering the possibility that DeMar Hamlin got the untested gene experiment via pressure from the NFL and as a result collapsed on live TV. It's simple. You ask, and if the answer is no, he didn't get the jab, you move on. But last time I checked, the point of medicine, and in some cases autopsy, is to find the cause of death. What's the harm in asking? Well, because it's mean, because it's rude. I mean, depending on how you word it, sure. How is it any more or less insensitive to ask when someone gets into a car accident and someone says, was there drinking involved? Was he wearing a seatbelt? Was he texting? People pass out behind the wheel. They have heart attacks and strokes and do things like driving while texting and eating and a myriad of other things. How was the weather? Was it foggy? Were the roads icy? Funny how Amateur Nation not only asked but demanded that we get the untested gene experiment to enter a restaurant and keep our jobs and had no reservations about invading our medical and health privacy to do it. But a person who is dying or has died since the pandemic, that person? No questions, please. Now we get to play the, well, we're living in a different time now. 17,000 physicians and scientists wanted to end that untested gene experiment and were shunned or lost their licenses. And now we know that the fatality rate was inflated for COVID and fudged. And we know that masks don't work. Shutdowns and lockdowns caused more harm than good in a myriad of ways. Social distancing was a joke. Boosters did nothing. We have tens of thousands of people who got jabbed and are sick. We have proof that Twitter censored and suspended accounts for those who told the truth about it and that our own government was complicit in hiding the truth in collusion with Big Pharma. And as of this episode, 1,043 athletes have collapsed and died since 2021. That may not seem like a big number when you're looking at the population of the world as a whole, but how many athletes collapsed prior to the untested gene experiment? Did you ever remember hearing anything about that? Seeing so much video evidence and in world-class athletes? So no, I don't want to be able to say, see, I told you DeMar Hamlin got the jab and look what happened. Doesn't make it better. It's still tragic and shocking, but yeah, I got questions. As Savannah Hernandez adroitly said on Twitter, I don't think it's wrong for people who want to know if a young, healthy individual suffering from heart-related issues was COVID-vaxxed. Maybe if pharma slash government were honest about the inefficacy slash side effects of their vax before forcing it on us, we wouldn't be in this situation. 
You put the doubt there, Big Pharma, social media, and our current administration. You are the significant other who has cheated on us for the last time, and now you're suspect. You simply can't be trusted. More stats for you. One in 5,000 young men have had heart issues from the untested gene experiment. 1,598 athlete cardiac arrests since January of 2021, 69% of them fatal. As Billy Prempe said on Twitter, Never in history have so many young people in great health gone into cardiac arrest while playing sports. Between, uh, between 2020 and 2022, our government told us to trust them and take something to be safe. Then within those two years, cardiac arrests become the new normal. Total coincidence. This from Dr. Simone Gold. As an experienced emergency physician, I want to remind the public that athletes being incapacitated or dropping dead was not a thing prior to 2020. We are now seeing this happen very frequently, and it's extremely concerning. To be clear, there's a right way and a polite way and a sensitive way to ask about a professional athlete who drops as if his or her life force is leaving their body on live television. But the idea that A, we're not allowed to ask follow-up questions is ludicrous, and B, Amateur Nation chooses to file this under the coincidence and things happen category is careless and insensitive at best. My last question. When this happens again, then what say you, Amateur Nation? You think it won't happen again? It will. Maybe not on camera. Maybe not on live TV, but it will happen again. You and Amateur Nation, who got the untested gene experiment, should be outraged for your safety, your family's safety, and the safety of the next generation. Save your outrage that you have for the people who demand truth. If they're wrong, at least they asked. They did your fucking job. What did you do? Time for all a cart. Logic alert. This from at Ricky Lynn underscore. If there is no male and female, there is no trans. If anatomy does not make your gender, you would not need to alter it to change yours. And now via at Charlie Kirk 11. Things Joe Biden has lied about. His grades. His first job. Corn pop. A Naval Academy appointment. Multiple plagiarism controversies. 10% for the big guy. Campaigning in 54 states. Passing loan forgiveness. Getting arrested with Mandela. Being raised by Puerto Ricans. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. For starters, that's fun. Rapper Little Wayne posted pics of his Christmas presents to his children. Aw, except the gifts were Balenciaga gear. Amateurs! Good parenting! I'm sure he didn't know or hear anything about the child sexploitation scandal. You are a shithead. Fun fact, Zelensky's wife spent $40,000 shopping in Paris with American taxpayer money. Stick spicy food up her butt. Agreed. I know this episode was pretty heavy-handed, but at least we're ending on a positive note. Three pro things. Three things that are done right. Number one. This great post by at Ian Smith Fitness. Remember that time they had to rebrand global warming into climate change because it wasn't actually getting any hotter and their fear-mongering didn't make any sense? I do. Oh, man, I love that. Number two. I hope I'm allowed to comment on this because I'm white, but here it comes. In honor of Pele's recent death, I had to watch the movie Victory the very night that he died, and it still holds up. In addition to many soccer greats of that era who are in the movie, you rarely can go wrong with Michael Caine, and it was nice to see Sylvester Stallone playing goalie, all five foot five of them and 135 pounds at the time, playing a fish out of water without overdoing it, while at the same time his... Machismo, Americanness, was used without the over-the-top bravado of a Rambo or action hero type that he would normally play. The movie Victory is very balanced, and if you like seeing beautiful, poetic soccer or football, 
then this movie is a must-see. Plus, there's a great story behind it. Check out the movie Victory. Here's a quick summary. Prisoners coming from a variety of countries in a POW camp in Germany during World War II are challenged to a friendly soccer match, first against the German guards, but then wind up playing against the German national team, all while planning their escape. The movie was made in 1981. You could see how much simpler movies were made back then, but the story and acting hold up just fine. The problem, if this movie was done today, it would be overdone in theatrics and music and special effects. And Pele, while having minimal screen time, makes the most of it putting on a clinic of beautiful soccer that makes you want to cry. What's the saying? The British invented the game. The Brazilians made it beautiful. If you love soccer and respect Pele's legacy, then watch Victory. Number three. Closing out with common sense and logic, this post by the famous uh, account Cat Turd. (laughs) Our government protected every pedophile on Epstein's list and the FBI colluded with big tech to interfere slash cheat in our elections. But they're telling us the truth about fair elections, COVID, January 6th, the billions going to Ukraine and the vaccine. Check out my Dry Bar Comedy special, Amateur Nation. You get a free month subscription to Dry Bar Comedy by listening to this show and going to drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S using promo code Lou Santini. Subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. LouSantini.com has links to all my social media. Hey, send me something that I can read or use on the show and you snag a free No Amateurs Tea. Lou at LouSantini.com is my email address because Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Why are you Satan? Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, It's a movement.